0: Welcome to the second episode for All Black Emory's podcast. Happy Black History Month. This episode will be about Black representation in the arts. We hope you enjoy, and please let us know what you think.
1: Okay, so hello. My name is Bibi, Bibi Ababiaka. I'm a junior studying marketing and dance. Uh, I'm from Nigeria, and uh, fun fact about me, uh, I... I've been doing karate for over ten years.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Wait, but are you good? Do you think or?
1: I (laughs) I I don't know because I when I when I left home I was like a brown belt, so it was like a few steps away from a black belt. But I also haven't practiced in a while, so I I don't Mm. think I consider myself as good anymore. But you know, I just thought it was worth saying. Mm. (laughs)
0: That's cool. Thanks. Okay, so hey everyone. I'm Nancy. I'm actually the assistant marketing director for All Black Emory, And okay, so my major is film and media, a minor in African American studies. Um fun fact, that, oh, I'm also Nigerian, you know. Oh, just, no, I thought so low-key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and fun fact about me. Oh, I have an older sister. This is always my fun fact. This is my go-to fun fact. But I have an older sister, younger brother, and we're all born on the same day. But different years, oh. yes. Oh, that's so,
2: cool. Yeah, that's my Yes, okay, so, so I can do. Um, I'm Jada, I'm the executive director or producer at All Black Emory. Also, I, I'm Nigerian as well, so we're all just Nigerian. <laughs>
1: wait. Are you actually?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: How did I not know this? <laughs> How did I not know this after like wow. two years? Yo, I feel bad now. Wait. I'm sorry. Go
0: on. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Where? Sorry, we in Nigeria. Like, are we from? Because I'm Edo. How about oh. you? Guys? Uh,
1: I'm from I'm from Lagos. So I'm Yoruba. Oh,
2: okay. Um, I think from Lagos too. is the same as Bibi. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm majoring in neuroscience and philosophy. Um and I guess a fun fact about me is um what was it? I've been like doing art for like I guess like for like fifty a, a long a long time and everything like that. And I've like am ambidextrous and stuff, mm-hmm. mainly because the world is made for right handed people and mm-hmm. um and also like helps with like the art and a, a new like twist or something like that. Mm-hmm that's cool okay <laughs> so I guess we can get started so um so we like while well, growing up like what was it like um what art like do you practice and everything today
1: yeah. I think
0: when I was growing
1: up sorry I feel like I just I did many types of art uh in my childhood and I like similar to you I've been doing art for like a really long time but it kind of changed my focus changed a lot, like over the years, and I never really like thought of like, oh, what, what, what do I want to do in the future? It was just like, what am I enjoying at the moment? So like, this may be long. I don't know. I don't want to make it too long, but <laughs> like uh, when I was like, I think the first thing I started doing was like drawing when I was very young, because like my mom always tells me like, oh, when you were like three years old, you were just drawing on the paper and it actually made sense, and I was like, damn, <laughs> but yeah. I, <laughs> I always I always liked growing from a like, very young age and I guess like um as like as like I went through in like uh the years when I just say when I as I was growing up <laughs> I was like uh always like taking inspiration from like whether it was like cartoons I was watching or something like that comics and then like incorporating it into my art style okay and then uh like even like when I was in uh middle school I thought that oh I want to be an artist when I grow up and that was like the peak of like how like detailed I could make a drawing but then I haven't like done it in a while uh, low-key but then like over the pandemic I picked it up again but in the form of animation because like I tried animation a little bit like when I was like 12 years old or something and I was like during the pandemic you know everybody was like oh we ain't got nothing to do this is depressing as hell like (laughs) I need to find something to keep myself in flow so I was like oh um I'll try animation again and then it made me like kind of rekindle a little bit of interest in it, and so I started this like little mini animation series. But that's just like a side thing to like kind of like vent my thoughts and emotions, I guess, if that makes sense. But then I've also done stuff like I did theater from when I was like uh, in elementary school as well. Uh, I did choir when I was like really young in elementary school, uh, and dancing is my main thing. Uh, but like, it's been on and off, because I did a a little bit of dance in elementary school, but it was like more for fun, and then when I got to middle school, I kind of like lost confidence in myself, (laughs) because of, I don't know, self-awareness, or whatever it is, and then I just like, before I like graduated high school, I think that's when I got a lot more interested in it, and like, I was like, I want to get better at this, I want to see where this can take me, and it was like, from like various influences that I had, but then it just like, it just like made me want to like see how I could do this in like a serious way. And I guess that led to like developing a love, passion for dance generally. And that's where I am now, I guess.
2: I love that. Like, What do you love like most about like, like art or like dancing and everything like that?
1: Well, I would say for me, it was like, uh, Specifically acting and dancing, they kind of gave me like a pathway to be somebody who I wasn't. Like it allowed me to like be somebody else on stage, which I guess is like is like normal because like for most people that's probably how it will be. But like because like I I think I still am, but like even when I was younger I was like way more like a shy person and like introverted, and, like not really speaking up too much and like I don't know, sometimes letting people walk over me, I guess. But uh and then like, uh, I think when I was on stage, I was, I just like, since I started with acting, it was like literally becoming another character. So I was able to like leave myself behind and then on stage I would have like this like really loud voice or like this, these like very like exaggerated like characteristics and like people like, people's parents watching this. I like, yo, I didn't know people could talk like that. I didn't know people could actually like make a sound. It was like, yeah, it was, it was kind of like fun. To be like that way and like to leave my real life self behind and just like live in this fantasy world for at least you know a few minutes or an hour or so and then when it translates to dance it still feels the same way because like i'm involving my body so much more and there's like like dancing is like the whole language that's communicating movement from what i from what i've experienced now and like it allows me to really to really like say things that I feel like I can't even put to put into words, because sometimes I just like stumble over my words. And I feel like dancing is just like the communication that has become more and more natural for me, even though I feel like there's still a lot more I could like improve on. It's like it's something that's just become like I can't I can't really like live without it, you know? And it's that same like feeling of like get away from myself and be somebody else. But at the same time it's also like sometimes an extension of myself and being able to communicate who I really am, that makes sense.
2: No, definitely. Yeah, and, like, kind of same, like, for me, like, when I, like, draw, it's, like, putting something that you can't even, like, express in words, like, on, like, a page and or something like that, and that, like, evokes, like, different emotions and everything, and it's just, like, putting a part of you into, like, the painting or into the art, performance as well and everything like that. I find that really like, kind of one of the one of the favorite things I I like about um art as well and everything.
0: Yeah, I have a question uh for Bibi. Um like in terms of performing, right? I have a brother and my brother no, I have a brother. He's my only brother and he's <laughs> uh, like he's into theater, right? And I was asking him, "Okay, what do you like most about it?" And he was telling me how he likes the reaction from the crowd. Like he likes kind um, of engaging a crowd in that way. So I was I was wondering for you, to what extent is like performing for a crowd and to what extent is it for you? Kind of. Oh,
1: that's such a good question. <laughs> uh wow, that's a juicy question. Uh I don't know where to start. <laughs> um I'll say performing for a crowd is like the, for the reaction is like the first, that was the first stimulus that kept on making me wanna come back to it. Cause mm-hmm. like there's something so gratifying about like people reacting to what you do in that way. And like being able to like influence their their thoughts or like their actions in some kind of way by like, in any kind of performance. Cause I, I definitely know that like, I guess like, after doing like, like a show or a play, the applause and like the curtain call, There's something about it that just makes you feel like, like, it made me feel like I accomplished something. And then, like, and then it felt like, feels weird, like, it feels weird saying it, but like, like I have a purpose. (laughs) Cause it was like that purpose on stage to like connect with an audience in one way or another. It just felt like right to me doing that. And it feels like good when the crowd gives you energy as well, cause like you get energy from them, especially in dancing. So, and then performing for myself, I feel I feel like that's something that I've, like, come to appreciate or, like, recognize more as I've grown up, especially in college, because I, I've come to see, especially for dance, like, there's a difference between, like, performing, like, dancing for a crowd and dancing for oneself, and, like, for me, it's, like, when I dance for myself, I'm starting to, like, it's, like, I'm trying to discover more about myself and how I move and how I'm, like reacting to different kinds of music so it's like mm-hmm. more like introspection rather it's like I'm building some kind of foundation that I will, I will be able to be applied like anywhere else especially in front of a crowd but like it needs to be like with me and for myself like I'm as if I'm like building a relationship with dance so yeah I feel like they're two different different uh what's it called stimuli that like push me forward in like being involved with dance but then they go ahead hand hand.
0: Mm, that's
2: good that was an amazing answer <laughs> um, and well was um, and like another question is, like, when like growing up, like who did you see in like the media that like represented you? and did that also like inspire you to like um go more in like the arts and everything like that? or like, did you see people who represented you as
1: well? Like. Hmm. i I feel like because I grew up in Nigeria, like, Everybody <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Because <Everybody didn't> <laughs>
1: I know that my experience would definitely not be the same as everybody's experience or every uh, Black person, African-American person or uh, grew up in Africa experience. You know what I mean? So like, but like from my point of view, it was like, um, I saw a lot of like uh, Black artists already, like, or like mostly like musical artists, musicians doing their thing, like like hearing the songs at like some kid's birthday party or like somebody playing it like in the parking lot while we're waiting, we're waiting for the parents to pick them up. And like, uh, strangely enough, I don't feel like I got my initial inspiration from them as much. I'm I'm more like got my inspiration from people I saw who were or like who I like searched up or happened to come across like who were like different from me, which is weird. But I don't know why, it just, for some reason, it kind of like resonated with me. Like, is it okay if I give that like, one example? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so like one example, uh, it was like around the time, I think late 2016, around the time that I was like doubting, not doubting, yeah, like just like not confident in myself in middle school, there was this um, figure skater called Yuzuru Hanyu from Japan. He's like the double Olympic champion, multiple time like world champion incredibly talented and hard-working person who like and when I came across like his skating I was like I've never seen anything like this in my life but like he moves like so beautifully and so fluidly over the ice but then it takes so much like work that it may not seem apparent to the eye like on first glance but like so much work to be able to move like that to jump like that rotate so many times in the air and the amount of training that happens and like And then when I read up about him, it was like, oh, all the stuff that he's had to overcome. Like, I think also like the earthquake that happened in Japan like 2011 and stuff like that, hardships and like still being able to come up to this place. And then, oh, wait, I guess there is one way that I kind of saw myself in him because I'm asthmatic and he's also asthmatic, but he's like a champion who's like done so much and he's skating on ice and that. I always thought to myself, if I ever tried to do something like that, I just wouldn't wouldn't be able to go further because my body would just like limit me. But then I see this guy over here doing this amazing stuff in spite of this limitation of himself. And I'm like, if he can do it, then I can definitely do it. So I felt so motivated to like, to see past my own like, uh, let me see, like lack of self esteem or self confidence and try and build myself up and pursue like, dancing because it was like I saw him moving on ice and it was like he was dancing on ice and I was like one day I want to try and like move like that you know and then it made me like want to go back to dance uh like in the little ways I had in my childhood but like you know be confident enough or daring enough to like even try it you know but then yeah that's like influences from like influences like that from people who may have not been like had my exact experience but uh I still definitely like recognize the importance of like seeing seeing black people like us in the media and like succeeding and like doing what we can do. I think mostly because I grew up in Nigeria, maybe I would have taken it or may take it for granted now if I see like black people in the media, but then I also recognize I like, have from other people's point of view how important it is to see them. So that I'm just like acknowledging that as well because even though this is my experience, like other people's experiences would be different, and that's like another thing that that I mean, if I heard from other people or like read other people, like like seeing yourself on the screen or like or like doing something big like that is like it really like lifts some people up. So I so I also recognize that as well. That's
0: good. Yeah. I had yeah. one question um about like because I'm really interested in this idea of like performance and especially Black performance. And one thing I've, I mean, you might not feel this way, but one thing I've heard from Black performers, one thing they've talked about, like especially just this idea of like performing for a white crowd and how some people don't necessarily feel uncomfortable, but they feel a bit kind of, they're just conscious of the fact that, okay, this is a white crowd and they're kind of like, you know, they perform differently. So do you think- that when you're you know you go to emory so like often you perform for like white crowds and white students do you think that you're performing differently or just kind of conscious of the fact okay these people are a little different so there's a way i have to bring myself you know
1: Mm. (laughs) i feel like i feel like i don't really personally i feel like i just want to be myself authentically whenever i'm on stage i not really care who's watching me because i whether they're one color or another i feel like i just i just gotta be me because like like different people will be watching me at different points in life and i feel like i wouldn't be satisfied with myself if i if i even like changed one thing or another because like like i recognize that that could happen definitely like like you may feel like you have to be a certain way because you're conscious of like the differences in your in your audience or your crowd potentially but i feel like I personally want to push myself just to be like like this isn't me if you can't take it that's your problem basically mm. so like like me I'm I want to be somebody who can say like I'm unabashedly black I'm Nigerian and I want to be like proud of that and like, I want to I want to share my my story my culture with you Like, if you can't take it then that's okay I'll just share it with whoever's willing to listen
2: you know? mm. that's good. Cool. good I love that like um that like perspective and everything as well hmm. and then what was it, like um another question is like what are like the barriers you think there are for like black people to be like represented in like media or in like arts and everything <laughs> if that
1: makes sense um sorry uh can i drink some water with you <laughs> my, I now.
0: <laughs> thank you
1: um I feel like I can't say that I can't say that I'm like I know too much about this topic, but I guess from my point of view, uh trying to like respectfully tackle it. I say one thing I, I feel is the barrier is like like viewing black people as being able to do only a certain type of thing within an art. Like like thinking black people are the only type of dance we can do. Is like hip-hop or something and not ballet or modern or thinking that the only types of roles that we can play are like more like you know always like the aggressive or strong type or something like that and you can't play like a vulnerable or like i don't know caring or something even though that's not always the case now but sometimes in the past and like sometimes in the present you still see stuff like that happening i feel like those those like um let me see assumptions other things that can like hold us back because it holds it holds anybody back in general from like, you know, achieving their full potential. Cause if you put them in a box, then how do you expect them to show everything they have if you want them to break out, you know? So I feel like, you know, just um, it's almost as if like taking off the lens of like, this is what black people have to do. This is what I'm uh, familiar with black people doing. So this must be all they can do, taking off that lens will open the door so much to everything else that we're
0: gonna do that's good i actually have a question kind of connecting to that so um i'm a film and media major so i'm really interested in like tropes in films and tv series especially like regarding black people so yeah. you think like if you were ever to get an acting role or like you had an opportunity to act in a movie mm-hmm. you think that there would be any roles that you would shy away from like kind of going back to this idea of stereotypes of black people and if there are some roles like that like which what are these roles that you'll be like no I can't I just can't play that character
1: mm. I I feel like I haven't done acting myself in a while so I I don't know if like I have as strong an opinion with like roles I'd take as I would have had maybe a few years ago but um I feel like let me see I have to look keep to sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I mean, because you were talking okay. about just now kind of like the aggressive stereotype of like, yeah. you know, black men. Yeah. So like maybe something relating to that.
1: That's true. No, yeah, you're right. Because like if it was a rule that was like, uh, let's say like, I'll just make up something now, like a black dude who was like always like, like a uh, kind of like acting tough, like but doesn't have any kind of like
0: depth emotional
1: yeah. range or emotional mm-hmm. depth, yeah. And I would be like hesitant to do that because, like, I don't know if this, that's the kind of thing that you will find out the characters all oh, that from the audition. Maybe they're like, "Oh, you got the part, but then we're gonna do this with the characters." Like, you know, you can tell me that. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, if it's a character like that, I would personally not want to do that because I I would want to do something that you know, it's just like. Uh, a well-rounded not necessarily well-rounded but like a human being that can show the different emotions that a human being can show without being like limited by the their appearance I guess but at the same time I feel like if it was me and if I had like an acting career at the beginning if I got a part it's like oh my god I got a part so I like just try to do my best to honor it but then I wouldn't want to be doing the same kind of part over and over again because I think I've heard of like like some like actors like like the parts that they may get or that they're offered is always falling within like a specific like um, bracket and that Mm -hmm. may always that may have to do with like their their skin color ethnicity so I wouldn't want to be like that I would want to do roles that are like diverse uh, in like their their characteristics in their stories in their existence itself and not be like doing characters that f- just fit inside that like one box like the one I so yeah that's
0: a great answer thank you. thank you
2: and um another question is um how can how do you think like the Emory community can support your work or like help elevate it
1: mm. I think uh giving like a bigger Black, wait, you mean like my personal work or like work of like black artists? Uh, oh, really. Oh. Um uh, for black artists, I think um giving a bigger platform to us, because I, I think one thing I've sometimes thought is like uh, I don't know if anybody shares this thought with me, but like like sometimes the the black dance organizations on campus, like I feel like you it would be cool if they had like a bigger stage or like a bigger like like just like there's a grand thing to show everything that they can do Cause was like I, i'm like they always have these events but like sometimes i'm like oh i didn't really hear of it or like other people like oh i didn't know this was happening so it's was like like it would be cool if it was like something that was like projected outwards like some other events could be and like or even if it was like one yearly event but then it was like i know we had like taste of africa and everything and stuff like that but like even something that just made it like Big, big to amplify voices, but I guess that's more like a personal vision of mine. But and then for my art or how Emory can support, I don't know. I mean, I've I've seen like that, like Emory arts or like Emory dance. The the Instagram accounts, the the um, they promote like certain events that are happening like during the week or weekend. Like if one group is like having a workshop or an audition or something like that, and I feel like recently I've noticed them they, they've started to like promote like more groups like all the dance groups on campus which is really nice to see and I don't know if it was maybe because I didn't follow them all the time maybe that's my bad but I didn't I didn't notice them like always promoting like a lot of groups I just saw them like doing like little 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 but maybe that's just because I didn't follow them either way it's good It's good that they like they put on their story like oh so so and so dance group is having a workshop this Saturday or something like that because it gives exposure to like a a different crowd that you know the dance group by themselves would normally be able to reach so uh, I feel like that and like let me see like the convergence of like all of like the arts at Emory just like working together and making them more connected can do a whole lot for us and just like introduce different types of arts to like different types of crowds so that eventually the appreciation for art at Emory like starts getting like you know more and more because I I personally just don't feel like Emory as a whole actually gives a shit about the arts which makes me sad as fuck and I swear like actually (laughs) yeah why not ask that of course I can swear (laughs) it makes me sad as fuck to think about that like that they don't care as much as they I think they should because even like they don't have like the proper like like a performing arts space that's like that I think is like big enough and close enough to be relevant and to you know to have spaces for like dancers or actors or like plays or everything. Like we have our spaces there's like the Burlington Road building.
2: that is was so and, far uh, away yeah. from like main
1: exactly yeah. that's yeah. so far away. And then you also have like the one that's like at the but then that's also like small. I feel like it would be great if you had like these like big performance stages and like audience areas. But like, obviously that's not the university's focus, but I feel like as a liberal arts university, like you should at least care a little bit more about the arts, at least that's what I think. So it would be great to see something like that build up over time. And like, I don't know about them building some, the performing arts space like where they are now, like that's obviously not my decision to say, but just like just like, uh, increasing the connection between all of our departments of art could really turn into something beautiful, I think.
0: I agree with that I do have a question and this is a little bit I mean it's not personal I mean it's kind of personal but um so you don't have to answer if you don't want to but like I just I'm wondering right you said you're marketing and dance major mm-hmm. and you know you're an artist so where do you see yourself yeah. in the future and kind of how do you see those two things combining and like yeah oh. if you can dream 10 years from now where do you see yourself
1: I still don't know where I see myself. I always been, I've been thinking about it since I joined the B school, and I I've always like because I for marketing, it's like the one thing that interested me interested me, but also like the one that, um, bored me the least. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dance is like always going to be my number one, and business is more like as the support to it or to make it seem like. I don't want to say legitimate, but it's because you know there's always this idea that like as an artist, you need something more professional to carry you through in the real world. And I don't think that's true, but then sometimes after hearing your scene in different places, like it, it makes me like think well, like what if they're right, you know, like I need something practical, like doctor, lawyer, businessman, whatever. And I was like, this is the one thing I think could integrate with dance, but I never really like figured out in my head how, I mean, I'm sure there's like different things like open a dance company or like become a dance teacher, but like or like marketing yourself as a freelance dancer and seeing what happens. But at the same time, there's so many options, but I just don't know what to pick. Or I don't even know if there's something that could like come out in the future, like a little area or niche, niche, whatever, like area that doesn't even exist yet that could come out and people could suddenly be able to flourish in that area. So I guess my mindset for now is just like to take take opportunities that may be outside my comfort zone and just like really like take advantage of them and see where they take me and be open to things as much as possible because like Mm -hmm. things are always changing and i just need to like keep an eye out for that and keep my my body open to all of that so that hopefully i'll find myself in a place where
0: i won't regret coming Mm -hmm. to that place I love that and the truth of it is like bro we go to Emory people think you hear people think oh they know what they know what they're doing but we none of us we're all confused exactly us, we don't know what we're doing so exactly. it's like low-key faking until you make it and yeah mm-hmm. I agree with that thank you yeah
2: thank you <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah that is so so true that's <laughs> but then, um I guess like our last question or is like is there anything that like you want to like promote or something like that, or you want like the wider Emory community to know or in general. Uh, (laughs)
1: uh, uh, You mean like a self-plug low No, no. Um, okay, the first thing I'll say is that I hope that people could be more Oh, wait, that sounds that sounds weird. No, I was gonna say more willing to come to art and dance events, but that feels like I'm forcing somebody. I don't want to say it like that. I just want to say um we have a lot to offer at the arts obviously and I feel like I've seen so many cases where it's not just like the groups but like individuals that are just here and they have so much talent and like like I feel like you know people with talent should able to show their talent to other people and like be recognized for it and appreciated for it. And all these events that we have on campus, like it would be so cool to see many, many people come in to support. Even if you don't know a person, just like support It's the expression of art. And even though that might not be like the first priority on everybody's mind, it would be cool to see, it would be very meaningful to see people come together around this as like a new, you know, like a new way of approaching, um, I don't know, support, like a, I don't know, <laughs> I'm losing my words, but basically I just want to see everybody like, you know, turn up for the arts kind of. And of course mm-hmm. as a dancer, I would say for dance dance uh, mostly as well, because like, you know, I want, it, I want it to be like people who hear a dance team's name, and then they will know who they are. And they'll be like, oh, they're so good. not just be like, we have, a, we have this dance team or this dance team exists. But like, I want us to be like really like, you know, notable on Emory's campus, something that people can be proud of us for like, you know, existing and for doing what we do. And to make it feel like we have a reason to, to be here and to be doing what we're doing, you know? And whether we have something to prove or not, Maybe we don't because, like you know, we have our own intrinsic value, and we should recognize that as well, as groups and as people. But also, you know, we deserve we have the right to show that value to everybody else. And who knows, like, when somebody does their thing, it could inspire somebody else to do their thing as well, and that creates the circulation of art, which I think is so important and so beautiful as well. So, I hope that we can continue that, keep that circulation going and make it bigger and bigger as years go by, and that arts can become an even bigger thing, and, yeah. That's
0: good,
1: love that. Love also follow it. TNT on Instagram. Nah, kidding, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> no, no, do follow TNT on Instagram. Yes. Tell them, follow them, yes.
2: Yeah. On that, I a good note. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so good Bibi, thank you so much for coming yeah
1: so. thank you so much for the interview so such so, such so, so good questions that you asked and it was such a great opportunity and experience so thank you so much